Welcome back. We're here now for the Shout for the Illumination series. This is December 2023, and it's a joy to be here with all of you. We have this beautiful audience, and then you online from all over the world. We can feel those little dots of light all over the globe. Thank you for being here with us. And now it's time to get ready. Jeff is bringing in Adamus, and so while he does that, it's most important that we start with the deep and conscious breath. This is a time where we stop and breathe with presence, breathing into this now moment. Take that good deep breath and let the energies flow. Feel into you, opening to the highest potentials, all of us, each of us. Breathe. The I, them, that I am, I exist. Breathe that. Feel it. Breathe into the soul of you, the depths of you. Take that good deep breath. So welcome you are. Feel that energy. Take the good deep breath as we go forward into this shout. Thank you. 
I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Now let's take a good deep breath with that opening for this shout. <laughs> it's all right there. It was all right there. You know, the whole shout we could just stop right here, take the rest of the day off, party, have fun. You know, it's, life is kind of like that. It's all, it's all there. It's all downloaded. It's all. <laughs> Come on up, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you so much. That looks delicious. What do you have for me today? This is rum cake made by Vanessa. Yes. And my coffee made with Joanne and Marcus. All three of us made that coffee together. I am so Our impressed and flattered. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. You. Uh, one problem though. I need. Twelve more cups of coffee. For real, for real. Yeah, I've invited some special. The, uh, I've invited some special guests in today. Uh, we have a special day lined up, and they like coffee just as much as I do. We have Tobias and Kathumi. We have Sartan FM, Doxy, Caroline, and and many others joining us today. Uh, and you know, I don't want to be the only one. Drinking, if you know what I mean. Because we could do a round of shots. Yeah, they'll take theirs. <laughs> That's true. Line them up out in the other room. Line up their shots, and then let them come in over here. Oh, let them. So what is? What am I supposed to do? Tell shots. Me shots. Shots. I'm sure you, you have, have some Saint Germain liqueur. Yes, sir, I do. Twelve shots. Twelve yeah. shots. Yes. Good. Will I bring them back? Oh, they'll drink out there. Oh, they're gonna hang with me in the kitchen. Yes, they are. Hey, I need help with this dishes. <laughs> Uh, they, they, they do not do dishes. So let's take a deep breath with that opening while I take a sip of the coffee. Linda, would you like some cake? No, thank you. Mm. So it's all downloaded. It's all right there. I can't the take essence, any more sweetness. The essence of everything we're going to do today. And now we're going to unravel it. We're just going to unravel it. We're going to go through the experience. I'm sure most of you felt a little bit of something while the music was playing and the, the sweet scenes that were shown. Brings up something, if nothing else, maybe just, ah, like we talked about in our last shout, a little calm, a little quiet. You know, it's that time of the year, that time to relax. It's been a big year, huge year, and it was all right there. Now, how are we going to get there? How are we going to download all this, or, or now experience it, and wrap it all up at the end? It's really quite profound, because that's kind of the way life is. You actually create it, sometimes in the other realm, sometimes here, but you create all that energy, and then you go out and experience it. It's, it's all there. Now, I will uh, state a couple things here as we get started. Uh, today we're going to be focusing on light, on light. We had some wonderful uh, discussions back at Villa Amio about light, and today we're going to be talking more about that. I will be um, chastising Chambra uh, <laughs> to an extent because um, sometimes you do tend to make it very, very difficult on yourselves. But I want you to remember this moment. The music was playing. You relaxed for a moment. You got out of your mind for the most part, most of you. And you just let yourself fall into it. And it was a beautiful thing. Easy. You didn't have to work at it. It was all being done for you. It was energy serving you. And now we'll go back through, walk through the experience of getting there. So let's take a deep breath into our subject today of light. Of light. 
you're here on the planet for a couple of pretty basic reasons, not real hard to figure out. You're here to radiate your light. That's it. Uh, we've talked about it time and time again, but I'll repeat. This is the most critical, important, essential point on this planet has ever experienced in all your lifetimes. And I know you don't wake up in the morning necessarily and think this is really big because you worry about other things, but it is. It's huge. And it's going very, very well. Couldn't have necessarily said that 10 years ago or even a couple years ago. There was a lot of uh, doubt about where things would go, but there is enough light on the planet right now that's eventually going to change everything. And I'm not talking a long, long, long time away. I'm talking in the next... The Calder doesn't want me to give numbers, but, <laughs> but indulge me, Calder. You know, really, you're going to see it in the next 15, 20 years on the planet. There'll be some hardships getting there, of course, because humans don't really like change. And there's a lot of old power brokers, players on the planet that are trying to hold on, but they can't. They cannot. Things are going to change this planet. Uh, the, the very light that you're bringing in is going to change it to where the scoundrels uh, simply will not be able to stand the brightness of the light. They'll go off somewhere on their own. And this planet is going to become the planet of love and wisdom and light. Mm -hmm. And it, it's... I, I can feel it. It's like... Oh, thank you. One hand. Yeah. Everybody else is like, damn it. <laughs> Finally. We're, we're, we're moving there. Now, I know some of you, right away you're doubting and saying, but look at the news. I do. I, I, we do in the Crimson Council. We, we assess the energies of the planet. We measure them on a constant basis. And yes, you're going through some turmoil. Uh, and there's wars that are very unfortunate and imbalances that are unjust, but it's getting there. So as we open today's shout, I want to take a moment to, uh, to bring everybody together to let your light radiate. Now, I'm not a big fan of getting everybody together. Let's do a global Chambra Kumbaya group uh, experience, because it's really very, very personal. It's very personal. But I think right now is an appropriate time to do just that. You're here on the planet to shine your light and at the same time to enjoy your life. I'm going to talk about it in just a moment, but I really have no tolerance anymore for you not enjoying your life. I'm tired of it. It doesn't look good on you. It's an old game and I'll be calling you on it. It's no longer necessary. You're in some old patterns that keep bringing it back. I call it the Chambra curse. And we will be addressing that today. And it's time to get over that. But before we do anything else, let's put on some um, Morabi kind of music. And let's take a deep breath and do what you do best. Let your light shine. Take a good deep breath. Now, some of you think, well, my light is dim. It's actually really not. Or my light is dirty. You've got to clean that lens of the headlight, and it's not. I've seen some of you actually 
hold back. Letting your light shine because you think you're sending out toxins to the world. You're junk. You're not. No, when, when you just let your light shine, it doesn't take any work. You know, it's kind of like allowing. Allowing should not be difficult. Yet Chambers makes it difficult at times, but letting your light radiate. Something happens, you go straight to the core, straight to your essence. You bypass all the junk, all the noise, because you know that this is the greatest service you could be doing. So just let, let it shine. And I know what happens for many of you. Say, is it working? Yes, it's working. Would you please stop doubting it? Own it. Own it that your light is shining. And just let it radiate out to the planet. Without agenda. Without battle. You know, when you get into this basic, this essence of who you are, and just let it shine, that's such a beautiful feeling because it's doing what you really came here to do. It's very simple. You don't have to get mental about it. This is it right here. You remember before you were born in this lifetime, getting ready to come back here, eager, eager to come back here, thinking what you're going to be doing is letting your light shine. You didn't know how it was all going to happen and what it would be like, but damn it, you're going to be here to bring in consciousness. Many of you suited up in your <laughs> suit of armor, donned your swords, put on your helmets, ready for battle. He found out along the way that it was time to retire that sword. You know, I, I love former Archangel Michael, but um, get rid of the sword, you know. It's not really needed. This light right here, of all of us, is far, far mightier than the sword. This is what you came here to do. Maybe you anticipated there would be a lot of effort. Uh, you'd have to be battling the darkness. You and your light. 
now the demons of darkness coming around and we'd have one great big battle, a huge war. Nope. It's just doing just this. You could do it while you're drinking a cup of coffee, having some rum cake, whatever it is, sitting in the bathtub. This is it. And it is changing the planet. You see, there's an expectation, I guess, that there's going to be some sort of force, some thunder and lightning, or what do you have happening today? Your your solar flares and everything else. Not really. Once in a while, but pretty quiet work. That's so beautiful. And yeah, there's a lot of disruption on the planet, but if it wasn't for what you're, you and others are doing, allowing your light to shine, it'd be a lot worse. Right now, we're just going through kind of the readjustment phase on the planet. Old, old wars coming to their conclusions. Old battles. Some of them been going on long before Earth, and now. They're kind of reaching the end. They cannot sustain when there's this much light. Feel your own light for a moment. I want you to feel how pure it is, in spite of what your concerns, what you might think. Just take a moment to feel. This is what is radiating out to the world. You can't do it if you have an agenda, if you're still battling causes, whether they're yours or, or those of humanity, of this planet. It's done well with love. Would you take a moment to just feel into the love that is in your light? One of the highlights of my time with Chambro was recently at Villa Amio. With a group that gathered there for what they thought was, I don't know, staying in grace or whatever title we come up with. But a couple of days before the event, they started feeling something very different. Some, some actually got sick and some felt out of sorts, a little discombobulated, because they could feel we weren't going to talk about staying in grace. And I already talked about that. We we're going to address love. And we did. 
Not in sugar-coated terms. But the love within. And the changing nature of love on this planet. And, and this indeed is the planet of love. It was first experienced here. Not somewhere else, not by Martians or Palladians or Arcturians or not even by archangels. Not by spirit. It was experienced first here through humans, through you. And we're ready now on this planet for Love 2.0, the next iteration. But something so much deeper, so much cleaner, so much more real than where the old love point one was going. So when you feel into your light, this thing that you're radiating out to the planet, feel into its love. And when you do, you might notice how it's very different than the love you might have experienced before. What's different about love point two is it doesn't cling. It doesn't have, it's not needy. It contains no elements of the sexual energy virus makes no demands on anyone else. It's not conditional. This is what you're shining out. It's going to be well over some people's heads. They're not going to understand it. They're, they're really not going to even be aware of it. It's so different. <laughs> Love 2.0, is, it's a bit challenging, actually. It doesn't attach to anything. Humans are using, used to having love with attachment. So it's going to feel almost elusive, where you want to grab it and hold on to it, to try to make it do certain things, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't cling. But yet there's such beauty in it because it's free. It is freedom. This is what you're shining out. It's light that contains a new type of love to it. See how easy it is? 
know, I, I don't very often call together all Chambra like this. Uh, Calder's asking me why, and it's well, really quite simple, because I don't want you to think you have to rely on a group or somebody calling a group together to do what you're doing right now. I don't want you to think that we have to gather from around the globe and even have some type of cause associated with it. No, I want you to do it on your own. Every day or every week, doesn't really matter, but on your own, as a sovereign being. What is happening on Earth is so important to all of creation. I get very, very upset when I hear people talking about Earth as some backwater place, grand aliens with their amazing wisdom, you know, and you have to look up to them. No, this is it. It's happening right here. You're becoming sovereign beings. You're elevating love to a new level that will eventually go out to all of creation. We, those of us in the Crimson Council, watch and observe. We don't interfere, or rarely interfere, but we watch and observe and, and report back to you what's happening. We've watched how your light has changed even since earlier in the year. Your own light. Oh, and I know you forget once in a while to consciously radiate that light. That's all right. It's still there. Consciously radiating it, sitting on a park bench or taking a drive and just letting your light shine. That's good for you. It reminds you. But your light is always shining right now. What I'd like you to be aware of in this beautiful still moment is that love from you is also shining on you. Yes, it shines on you first. All light shines upon its creator before anything else, before it goes anywhere else. And Love 2.0, well, let it shine on you right now. You forget to do that, you know, you forget to really acknowledge that it's shining on you. Eh, loving yourself, that's a tough one, really tough one. But let it shine on you. I mean, seriously. <laughs> right now, 
this very light that you're radiating out to all of creation, let it shine upon you. It has no attachments. It's not going to act like Love Point 1.0. It's going to be much cleaner. This new love will not tell you that you have to change your ways, improve yourself, be worthy of its love. It doesn't do that. It is always there. But yet, if you try to control it, to limit it, to overmanage it or any of that, It'll be just a fleeting, fleeting feeling. It'll seem like it's gone away. It wants to be free, just like you do. Let's take a deep breath together with Shambra from all around the globe to let that light shine out onto the planet. filled with your new love. And as you feel this love, this light flowing from you, let it fill you up. Let it shine on every part of you. I don't want a single one of you to ever, ever feel again that you're not worthy of your own love. Let's take a good deep breath. Good deep breath. Pretty simple. You're here to shine your light and to enjoy life. But that's where we run into a problem. <laughs> Generally, Chamber is pretty good about shining the light. Um, and, and again, you think you forget to do it. Oh, geez, I haven't done it in two weeks or a month or whatever. You're doing it all the time. You're doing it all the time. As long as you're alive in this, on this planet in the physical body, you're doing it. The problem is this second part about uh, enjoying your life. It seems to be like we're missing that part. Uh, we're missing that, oh, and I'm just going to enjoy. Now, if you remember back in, what was it, this summer sometime at one of the shouts, we had a little talk about, about battling, making things difficult, fighting, causes, all the rest of that. And I put forth the challenge. I said, we'll revisit at the end of the year. Put forth that challenge. Can you get over the battles and the fighting? Can you stop fighting within yourself? Where's it getting you? Nowhere. Can you stop the battles with life, with other people, with your families? Probably not, but with uh, other people. So let's visit that today. Linda on the microphone, please. And I'm going to start with our poster child uh, for uh, battling, Tad. 
Ted, uh, since when was it? June, July? Um, yeah, yeah. Please. Um, you know, so, you were you were a boxer. They wrote, I was just a boxer. Yeah, they wrote that song for you. Yeah, you don't have to sing it, please. Uh, <laughs> so you were you were a boxer, and you know you had started a business um, uh, so you could box some more. It was your new boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I took you to task, and you were cooperative enough. You brought your gloves into the next shout. You you turned them in, but did you really? Yes, I did. Good. Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. And uh, now I've got to go to Gary. Did she? Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Yes, she'd kick your ass if you said anything other than that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm giving you a hard time. But oh, would you give the mic to him for a moment? We'll come back to you. Uh, but uh, how did she? Uh, what did you observe in all this? She uh, didn't fight against what was happening. Right. She let it happen and mm. moved on to whatever was next. But if you don't fight it, especially your your startup business, and you know there's all the pressure and the dynamics, the money, the manufacturing, the marketing, and everything else. If you don't fight it, it's going to just take you over, right? Not necessarily. Oh, really? You let it come to you. Wow, what a concept! I think I've heard that before. Uh, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yes. So, what changes did you see in Tad personally? More relaxed. more open to everything that's going on around. Easier to be around? Uh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. And, and uh, now, how is the company doing? It's getting there. It's, it's coming along. It is, it is moving, not necessarily at the pace most people would like, but it's sure. moving at its natural, natural pace. Because, you know, none of this is really about the company or the product. Right. It's really not. And, you know, the focus, the expectation is, okay, if I'm a good creator, um, the company is going to be in the, uh, on the stock market next year type of thing. The company wasn't about the beans, so to speak, <laughs> literally. Uh, it, it wasn't about that. It was about the experience. Now, if the company does well, does well great, but maybe not. Maybe it would distract you. But it was about how do you stop the battle? How do you let things come to you? Yeah, you just open yourself to the passion that's within you and uh, let it come. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll get to you in a moment, sure. Uh, so <laughs> so um, life has been I'm a little easier. Now. <laughs> yes. And, and then even when some rough experiences come about, which they will because you're still embodied here, you're still in this kind of mass consciousness stew, uh, stuff is, you're going to run into problems, but... Instead of battling them, you just let it go through you. Yeah, yeah. And you find Good. you find. Are, are you happier? Yes. Thank, <laughs> thanks for asking. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah. Good. I was concerned about you for a while <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, me too. Thanks. Yeah. Good. And thank you. And uh, the microphone back to Tad. So, Tad, uh, what have you noticed? In in was it difficult to hang uh, hang up the gloves and not go try to get them back? It was exciting. No, it wasn't. It was a relief. Okay. It's like, oh, you're you're gone. You're done. Right, right. And the one thing that I wanted to say that uh, changed, if you will, that I, instead of, I used to uh, rule or be motivated by emotion. Really? Like, yeah, I've got to get this done. Got to 
Shut up. Is he making fun of me? I no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> and it's it changed to uh, what's the word like sensing? Yes. Instead of emotion, it was. I guess that's the best word. Sense, feeling, sensing. feeling, and sensing rather feeling than emotional knee jerk reaction. And it was, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some crappy stuff has happened. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, exactly. big deal. I mean, the human doesn't really like it, uh, but big deal. You know, it's just one more thing to transmute, to, to allow it to, to change. And, uh, you know, re- seriously, ultimately, it's not about whether the company is successful or not. And then when you can realize that, then become successful because you're not worried about the company's success. You're not focused on that. It's about the, the experience of going through these things. And they can actually be beautiful. And that is what changed when you talked to me in July. I was like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, Tessa, I'm going to do it. Adamus, stop it. But <laughs> right. it's, it, it's exactly what you said. I mean, it is. It's just beans, changed. you know. I mean, it's just beans, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shredded or whole. There it's, they are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, but, the, you know, if you start looking at it from the, from the whole standpoint of it's brought you close to a lot of people, it's got you deep into your own uh, creative sense and your own self. And you had to do a lot of throwing a lot of junk out and to you know, get into a more holistic place with yourself. And that, there's tremendous, tremendous value in that. And then once you let go of all the stuff, you suddenly realize you don't have to work at the company being successful. And that's what you were doing before. You're working at it. You don't need to. It's just there. It just yes. And and again, for all of you, the human expectation is you know we're masters, everything works out. But there's still that human element that has an expectation from the human point of view of how it should work. But there's a lot of other gifts in this thing. And then then it does work. And then you get tired of it one day and sell it and make millions and say well, that was fun. That's the plan, but if the plan doesn't work, it's fine. The plan is working, and the plan isn't always what the the old human expectation would like it to be. You'd like to run out there in the market and and make you know millions and be interviewed on uh, popular talk shows and and all the rest of that. That's not why you're here. You're here for other reasons. Good. And I'm smiling. You are smiling. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you. So we're talking about uh, this whole thing of uh, battling and fighting, and I challenge you uh, to say, get over it. You know, really get over it. There are no battles left. There's not even a battle of the light and the dark. I mean, and that maybe some of you are depressed about that because, no, you're warriors, you know. And for a warrior to, to hear that there's no more battles, that's, that's a little tough, but there aren't. We're not even battling what's going on on the planet at this point. We're, we're letting the light shine. Uh, it's much better to be a master, a creator, uh, than it is to be a warrior. Warrior only takes on one side. The true master creator, they get the whole thing. So back to the audience. Lights up, please. Uh, I want to sidetrack for a moment and talk to Vince. Vince, how are you doing? Linda will have the microphone with you. Death is a very challenging thing. It is. And, and every, every time somebody you know close to you dies, it also brings up your own 
uh, immortality, or, or mortality, rather. Immortality. <laughs> yes. Uh, and have you been talking to Carolyn? Oh, I talked to her a lot. Good, good. And? I assume she's listening. <laughs> Did she ever? Yes. Good, good. Can you feel her presence? Occasionally. No, I mean right now. No. 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 All right. Put on a little music, Peter, please. Uh, she's right here. Yeah, and, and so don't think about it, okay? A uh, little music. She's right here, sitting in her chair, as usual, sitting right beside you, and she's doing fine. Well, I know that. She's doing fine. She pities you, actually. But uh, <laughs> <coughs> No, her transition was really easy. And I had a lot of nice chats with her uh, since she's come. She is an Ascended Master, by the way. Not all of them make it to that standpoint, but she whisked right over her. She, it was easy for her because she wasn't afraid of death. Uh, she was very relieved to let go of the physical body that had been a hardship of hers for a long, long time. Yeah. And she felt that was the one thing that kept her from her realization while she was here, just the, the physical ailments. And she didn't have any leftover junk when she left. She, she was free of all that. And can you hear, can you feel what she's saying? You're thinking too much, Vince. <laughs> it comes from the heart. You know, when we were just talking about love 2.0, feel into that for a moment. Don't expect words. It's no, going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when uh, she'd just lean over and give you a kiss on the side of your face? It's kind of what she's doing now. And say, Vince, just allow. And what she really wants you to allow is something that's we've had a challenge with, but most of you had, just loving yourself. And she says that when you do, you'll really be able to connect with her. Not just think about her, but really connect like you could smell her. And just feel her all around you. She's saying, Vince, love yourself. Good. It should be here, our entire shout. And anytime you want to connect, I, yeah, anytime. Good. Okay, let's continue. Thank you. Let's continue. Okay, well, what are we talking about? The battles. Oh, David. Oh, David. Uh, so uh, the challenge went out. Did you even remember that we did that? Because Caldra didn't. No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. And in spite of that, uh, I see you've let go of some some big old battles uh, in these past six months or so. What do uh, you want to share? What that was? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. And there's something different about you. 
Mm. Well, more allowing. Yeah, yeah, but you're battling something, David. And oh, myself. Yeah, it was a lot of your, some guilt that was in there. Yes. And you finally you just got weary. I mean, you just finally gave up on the battle. And I think there's a, there's a feeling sometimes if you stop battling some of these old ghosts that were in your life, if you stop battling, they're going to overtake you. They're going to consume you. So you keep the battle going. And then you realize one day you're so freaking exhausted. You're so weary. You've got nothing left, no ammo, no fight in, left in you. And you say, whatever. And you suddenly realize that that very ghost that you've been battling, trying to keep at bay, disappears. Mm. Well, it's a tough one. Well, it's a real tough one. There's more guilt that was in there. Uh, but suddenly it's like, what was I fighting all this time? And then if you really want to get into it, and you really uh, feel the wisdom of the Master, you realize, damn, I was just doing that for the fun of it. The <laughs> sick warped. Uh, fun of it, but I was just just doing it. There's never really any ghosts there. There's nothing really to battle. I'm so damn creative and kind of bored with things that I kept on piling this crap on until I actually believed it and really thought there was a demon there that I had to battle from within myself and to keep at bay. There wasn't at all. So that's kind of the real wisdom in it. Oh, I created that just to give me something to do. But I think we can create in better ways going forward. Yeah. yeah. Good. Do you feel um, in your life compared to, let's say, from Heaven's Cross on, what would you say would be the major changes you experienced? <clears throat> more laughing, more humor. Yeah, lightness. More lightness, ease. yes. Ease. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, b being serious, I guess, is okay once in a while. And I'm not saying to be frivolous, but you realize it's just all a big, wonderful game yeah. after all. Yeah. It, thank you, David. Thank you. And I do like the vest. Oh, well, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> uh, you know, you realize that, that um, you set up these circumstances in your life and you set up these hardships in your life. You're, you're setting them up. Nobody else is doing it to give you something to play with. And now, if I'd have said this five years ago to Schomburg, they'd have run me out of, out of town. So, no, these are real problems, and you don't understand. Yeah, some of you still say that. But uh, for the most part, it's like, that's right. I created that as what? Something to play with? Something to fight? And boy, did I get sucked into my own creation. I really believed it, and I really believed that that I was lacking in abundance. I was really believed that I had all these problems, and you start to realize it was just a great big game, and and that's where that's where you start to realize also, I, I am a master. I did all that, and I got through through it. I, I got back to me. I am a freaking master, but I'm never going to do it that way again. All right. Alice. Yeah. Hi, Alice. Hello. Good day. So, um, battles. 
I would have previously said I, I don't battle, but I, I realized You really would have said that in front of God I, and everybody? I, I, God that you didn't battle? Um, However, I did kind of, yeah, find my battle in the last few months. Yeah. Uh, It was health, weight, things like that. And came to this, uh, Julie will tell you this one day, I was like, oh, I was just bored. I gave my, just like what you were saying. I was like, yeah, that's what I did. Oh, I was bored. That's what I gave myself. And and when you're battling, uh, you know, you could say you're bored or you just like the kind of weird creatorship of that. And then you're battling, let's say you're battling um, uh, weight, for mm-hmm. instance. Uh, what are you going to do? You're going to put on weight because it gives you something <laughs> to battle. You know, because yeah, otherwise yeah. you wouldn't have anything to battle. Yeah. Or even in your mind, you, you make up these weird scenarios and uh, just to something to wake up in the morning and go to war with and keep you occupied. Hell, it's, you know, I would say the hardest thing about being on the planet is your creators. And you get here, and it's so uncreative. Mm-hmm. So you make up this shit, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Give me something to do. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna turn into an alcoholic. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do all these yeah. ah weird yeah. things yeah. Uh, because it's so limited down here. It's like you know yeah. a really cheesy bad playground. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, so changes yeah. uh, other than that uh, battles. Um, um, no. I mean, yeah, PG, PG ten. I would That's always, okay. I would always have more sex. So it's like, oh, how can I do that? But I'm in a relationship, so You're right, right, you know, right, right. So yeah, yeah. So, I, I'll let you figure it out. It's PG ten. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think of any battles. The big one was health and 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 weight and. How about and, um, big one for you? Identity. No. No. Nah. Really. No. A fat person versus not. I, well, I that's an identity. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, just how you kind of assessed yourself, how you niched yourself. Um, I can't, I'll go back to the sex thing. Um, yeah, of, a, course. No, no, <laughs> of course. Because it is, it's a big part of my identity. Sure. Like, um, as the years, I don't want to say I've aged because it's not, it's just chron- chronological. Right. Um, in a relationship, you just have less sex, right? It's still happening, but that was part of my identity, like Casanova kind of thing. Yeah, like, you well, know, point hey. at me when you say that, of yeah. course. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> hey, yeah. right? And yeah. so that was something that, that I'm still Why, why that, I have to uh, ask, uh, uh, and we're going to go to R here, uh, <laughs> uh, why was sex important to you? Uh, it, it feels wonderful. Oh, good. It, it really, there's a place I go to that is right. out of this world. It's not boring, put it that way. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's not boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly why. It's yeah. very sensual. Mm-hmm. Uh, very. Uh, and, and we're going to soon be um, doing the cloud class about master's love, but we're going to talk about sex. Sweet. Uh, and, and it does. It goes to a new place, but mm-hmm. it's not just to get the, the drama or the mm-hmm. kind of the energy hit of the beautiful nature that it can be, and but also just like love, it can be degraded and perverted and everything else mm-hmm. twisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it gets you back in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you need a partner. <laughs> We're going to X now. Uh, <laughs> I always have myself. So right, right. There is that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there should be no yeah. shame in that. No? I mean. It's it's beautiful with or without, mm-hmm. absolutely, and it's uh, it's one of those things. That 
we're going to move beyond the shame in that. Oh, yes. the church, they, they so taught that. Oh, yeah. Look at the teachers. There's something wrong with that. Um, <laughs> they didn't have me as their teacher. <laughs> right, right. So good. Thank you so much. Uh, Linda, a couple, Sorry, couple of the new ones. Uh, a couple new ones. Yeah. Okay. Here's Linda. Oh, oh she's going to. <laughs> Greetings. Yeah. Go ahead and take a good deep breath. Yeah, yeah. It's not, nobody's watching. Just you and I, you know, that's it. So, what, what have your battles been? Mostly self-love. Self-love? That's mm -hmm. a tough one. That, by the way, that is the toughest. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're beyond the other stuff and it's just self-love, uh, you're, you're right where you should be. Um, what, what's the problem with it? Just knowing that, yeah. that I'm not good enough. Yeah. Where'd that come from? That you're not good enough, you're not whatever, whatever, fill in the blank. Where'd that come from? My DNA. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, your DNA. It's in there. It's in the people that, you know, were around you in the earlier part of your life. And please understand it uh, the way I mean it, but um, that really did you a lot of good. I mean, it was bad, but it did you good. Because you did not accept it. You know, it was pounded into you. You weren't worthy. Uh, somebody else is better, uh, how come you couldn't be more type of thing. But you actually said, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to get sucked into that. But you've still been battling it. Yeah. So are you, are you pretty much ready to not do that anymore? Oh, I don't do that anymore. Okay, you don't do it at no. all? Good, good. Okay, when did that end? Um... I think right after Heaven's Cross. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Anything you're battling now? No. Good. No. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank okay, you. Okay, Lindo, one more. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> Greetings. Hi. Anything you've been uh, 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 battling or put uh, away now? What did you used I to? I put everything away. Good, good. No battles over here. No battles. Other no. people? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> that's, a, that's always a tough one, other people. Um, and what, what's the go around with them? My kids. Your kids? Like you have, yeah. How many children do you have? Eleven. Eleven. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and uh, so uh, you would almost anticipate a few problems there. With the two oldest one. Two oldest ones. How, yeah. how old are the oldest? I think 31 and 32. 31, 32. Yeah. yeah. So it's still they going They don't like around. me too much. They don't like you? No. Nope. Why? Uh, well, I mean, they thought it, I was a bad mom, so. Thought you were a bad mom? Yeah. But do you think there's something else going on? With like them? Like maybe karmic, uh, past life type of stuff that was brought in? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but have you let that those battles go? Oh, long time ago. Good. But are they still? My daughter, she wouldn't leave me alone. She keep on saying, "I don't want to be around you," and then she's saying, "Oh, I want to be next to you." Right, so right. She keeps on going back and forth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so you feel good that you've let the battles go in oh, your life? 
I've been let those go. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Adamas. You Love you. Thank you. Love you too. So um, the challenge was: Can you let go of the battles? Yes, most of you done a pretty good job. Some of you just keep a couple in the back pocket in case you have a really boring day. And once in a while, it's fun to get in there. It, I mean, it really is. It, you you got to be experts in it. You were really good at it. Uh, other than the parts where you're battling yourself, you weren't very good about that. Uh, other people, uh, outside circumstances, but still, still those inner battles of. Uh, basically, can I love myself? And, and we are going to be talking a lot more about the Master's love going to the next step. And I'll say, with the kind of love 1.0, it was difficult, more difficult to love yourself because there was a lot of um, junk and expectations and strange concepts about what love was. Love 2.0, a lot easier. And I ask you to feel into it for a moment. Uh, my so excited that we're going to be um, um, addressing this in a cloud class soon. But this Love 2.0 is so much easier. And starting with a group that was recently in Kona and now with Shamber in general, you're really the ones um, uh, you're not making it or creating it, but you're opening the pathways for it. And that's what I would say is kind of the, the evolution strategy for the planet right now. In other words, you got this planet where love was first experienced, and it's an amazing thing, and it leads to things like sex and everything else that was experienced here. But in order for the planet to evolve uh, where, it's, where we would like, where you would like it to go to, uh, there, wa- there wasn't a clear pathway and, and we had the forces of technology pushing for evolution. We had the, the old human uh, homo sapien uh, templates knowing it was outdated. Something had to create a, this new pathway, and that is Love 2.0. And uh, again, I'm, I'm going to be talking a lot more about it, but what a great day to be in love with yourself. Take a moment to feel into that. What a great day to be in love with yourself without battling, without the old junk associated with love, without having to have a partner. That's without having to have a partner. It's possible. And back in the, the earlier days of Chambra, when Tobias was with you, it was that was one of the biggest issues. Uh, I don't have a partner. And you know you felt lonely or maybe awkward or odd, and you just wanted uh, somebody to share with. But so much of what you went through led to the realization: actually, you can't have a partner, and a real partner, until you come to this place within yourself. Love 2.0, Master's love. It's changing the world. It's the light that you're shining right now. You're not just like. You know, blaring out this light. You know, it's got a purpose to it. It's got an energy design to it. I'm going to say that 2024 for Chambra is a year of love for yourself and also finding others that you can that you can truly love, not in the old way, but in a very free, a very new way.
And yeah, and that's, let's take a deep breath with that and let's feel it. And it, it, it is, it is a variety of things. It's metaphysical, it's spiritual, it's sacred. It, it's, uh, it's the pathway that's going to lead the planet through some of the challenges that it has right now. Okay, now time to kick your ass. <laughs> but that's what you come here for, right? You say, okay, nice talk, nice talk, but let's get to the point. Let's do a little ass kicking. The Chambra Curse. I've talked about it a little bit in, in Keyhawk and, and with the Crimson Circle Angels. Everything is right here. The work you're doing, I don't even want to call it work, but why you're here is, is amazing. I mean, this level of service, uh, what we're doing in the metaphysics, is unprecedented. And I joke about it once in a while, but I'm actually very serious. At the Ascended Masters Club, they pay attention. They know what's going on here. And I think some of them are envious. Good for them. Uh, I think they use what we're doing here as a template for their groups, and I can almost prove my point. We talk about something here in our groups, our workshops, our shouts, and six months later, a year later, they're talking about it in their groups. And, and you'll notice that what we talk about here they're talking about pretty soon because they're eavesdropping the the other ascended <laughs> masters. <laughs> they're stealing our, our our material, but we want them to, right? We're leading the way, and in a way, it's kind of. I do get a little upset. We we were talking the other night at the, at the club, and I said, "So, yes, we're making tremendous progress with Chambra. We are now going. We're blowing past you guys." Uh, not only in the metaphysics, but we're going into Love 2.0. Whoa! <laughs> Where is that? Where do we find out more about it? It's like you got to come to the shouts. You got to. <laughs> we're developing this Love 2.0, the Master's Love, and uh, they they want to know more about it. And we're but but on the other hand, I'm kind of checking their energies out, and it's like, oh, I see what's going on here. They're watching you. We're watching Shamba because you're going through it first, and they're like, ha, 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 "Let their group go through it first and see if they hit the wall, shatter apart, or whatever. Then, if it works out, then we'll adapt it." Well, the fact is, we don't we don't go into walls. We don't shatter. We don't do any of that. We proceed with grace and with ease, and get through it. But so they're kind of spying on us. But that's okay. Uh, but the the issue is that there's still this Chambra curse. And I was scratching my head a whole lot these past couple months, and it's like all the tools are there. The right people are right here. This was your commitment, your your passion to be here right now. Why and you're shining your light. Um, that's that's not the issue. Why are you still Running into problems. Why are you still? Not all of you. Some of you are doing very, very well, but there's still too many that are having some of the old issues. Whether it's abundance, health, self-worth, or relationships, 
uh, was back from Tobias, the four main areas. And I really got to feeling into it and talking to some of you at night, but when we were just chatting, I was really looking underneath. What, what's, what's going on? I mean, everything is there. There should be breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. More ease, more grace, more joy in your life. What is it? What is this Chambra curse? I'll, I'll ask you first before I give my answer. So, Linda with a microphone. What's causing this kind of uh, calamity, kind of... Go ahead. I was just listening to what you were saying yes. and trying to tune into it. Mm -hmm. and. Um, Yeah, I don't look at what I experience as being a calamity or restrictive in mm -hmm. any way. So, um, since I got the microphone, I came to there must be something there. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, as we were talking earlier about the um, about letting go, not fighting, and that mm -hmm. one was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. And I think part of what was letting go of letting go of the fighting, because there was a control issue mm -hmm. that I was aware of by having tension, mm -hmm. whether you were for or against, allowed me a certain amount of control or perceived control. Yes. That's so a very, very good point. When I let it go, yeah. all of a sudden there was no stimulus. There was nothing to bounce off of, to control, to right. manage. Right. So where am I now then? Because there's an expansion that's happening, but the human doesn't know where it's coming from, what is expanding, or how to respond to that space. And sometimes because there's no tension, there's no battle, you think nothing is happening, and somehow you failed, but you just right. don't have the old battlefield anymore. Correct. Yeah. And, and you get used to that after a lot of lifetimes, after this, I like the way you put it, it's a tension that's always there. It's something to work uh, against that tension, to counteract that tension. And suddenly when there is none, you're like, well, what the hell am I doing here? Well, right. to be discovered. Uh, right. Yeah. Good. So, um, Chamber Curse. Well, I guess what comes to mind for me is feeling like I take on too much. Like there's an expectation of knowing I'm big, and then there's this transition of how that distills down into the human experience yes and shining light somehow is i mean i understand the consciousness and there's that sense of it when you're talking about vince it's like tears coming down in my eyes feeling carolyn in the room yeah so it's like being in tune with that but then also seeing some of the things that i interpret as being hard on the planet right now right and that brings up a big emotion in me to see those things happening when I know it's within myself and then aspects that are taking place that that kind of atrocities can so happen. If I could, uh, yeah, what please. you're saying is yeah. perfect, absolutely perfect. But as long as others are on the planet suffering, I have to suffer. That's Boom. probably it. One of the elements of the Chambra curse. Uh, how, uh, part of you is saying, how can I enjoy my life? How can I walk freely? essentially uh, with ease and grace it, it would be uh, almost like a lack of compassion it'd be like uh, almost um, how would you call it? arrogance 
if I didn't suffer to a degree also. So I have to keep a little bit of suffering on my back to have compassion for others. That's bullshit. I mean, no, it really is. It sounds noble and all, you know, but it's not. Uh, because you're still carrying things that are not yours, which is one of the other Schomburg curses. You're still feeling that I, I've got to stay in tune with, with uh, suffering on the rest of the planet. If I'm going to yeah. be able to shine my light, I better know what, what I'm shining it on. No, not at all, because it's, that's only going to hold you back, and unless you like suffering, maybe, uh, but I don't think so. It feels like the holding back is if I let go of that. Yeah. And you made a statement too. You said you've always, I'm paraphrasing, but you've always known you've had it more than others. Um, just more energy, more insight, more, you can carry more load on your back than most others. Uh, and so you do. Uh, all of you do that. You're more durable. You're, you're, you, might, you might be sensitive, but you're just more durable. You can withstand more, so you keep carrying more on your back. Uh, whereas you really don't need to carry any, but it's, it's a Chambra mm -hmm. curse. I can handle the load. I can take it on. Do you think the others really appreciate it? <laughs> they're going to put more on your load. Thank you know, yeah. They're going to load you up while they're unloading themselves. It's, it's not worth it. Yeah, good. Very, very insightful. A couple more. Linda's on the prowl. Everybody's ducking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, dear. Hi. Hi. Chamber curse. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Uh, does it surprise you? Uh, disappointed more than surprised. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What is going on? Tobias and I have also had a number of talks about it, and he's like, "Oh, you're right. They do. They always have. You know, and they just keep on with it. Why? It doesn't make sense." Uh, Tradition. Tradition, <laughs> right, right, right. It's like the, he said. It's like the family crest. You know, <laughs> you've got to do it. So, uh, what are some of the other things involved in the Chamber curse? Um, you've listed several. Mm -hmm. Oh, how about yourself personally? What? Uh, oh, yeah. That. The thing with the compromise that you did recently, that, yeah. boy, I started you know going out to the lake and digging for my sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going right. to compromise Did you, did you find it? Well, I found a bunch of little ones. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Yeah, not, you know. Yeah. You're just waiting for the hand to come up from the waters <laughs> with the go. sword. And, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just finding a balance between that compromise and no battle. Yeah. No compromise, no battle. Yeah, it's 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 really not that tough actually. You know, uh, you've all compromised. That's the other Shambra, one of the other facets of the Shambra curse, is compromise. Oh yeah. There's I'll a difference that. between compromising and cooperating. Uh, y y you know, as long as you're here on the planet, you have to cooperate. We're going to talk about that in Pronost. You know, the law is not yours, but there's a level of cooperation. But compromise, selling yourself out, doing something half-assed. Uh, no, not not so good. So yes, compromise is on that list. Yeah, can you can you not compromise? <coughs> no, I I can't not compromise. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it sounds strange. Uh, yes, no, uh, compromising will n never really help you or others uh, at all. It's a it's a 
it's kind of a sellout. Uh, but in the moment when you're like under some pressure, you've got a tough situation, uh, you resort back to it. Got to compromise. Got to keep the waters calm here. But ultimately, the storm still comes up, and you might as well get it over with right then and there. No compromise. You know, namaste. You go your way. I'll go mine. Aloha. Uh, <laughs> thank you. A couple more. Hey, Carrie, what time's dinner? I'm wondering how long we can go. She's drinking. She's drunk. Oh no. I didn't mean that for I didn't mean that for her. I'm sorry to announce, but there is no more Saint Germain liqueur left. Yes. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hi. So Shamba Curse, what what else is in this? Um What's the hold back? Why everything's there all everything is there. Yeah. What is the hold back? Um Relationship is probably my biggest. Uh, uh, are, you, are you in one? Yeah, forty-seven years. Forty-seven. That's a long time. Wow. I, and is that because of compromise or because you don't want to be a <laughs> grandmaster, you know, and and your partner is not? Well, you, certainly my partner. <clears throat> sometimes I think we have this kind of relationship that either you or. Don, uh, Tobias talked about where one of us is there to anchor right. that the other one doesn't go flying off. Right. <laughs> and uh, I have flown a lot in my life. Yes, yes, you have. And yeah. uh, so... So what do you do with the anchor? Well, you know, she's been a wonderful person yeah. to stick by me. And, uh, but... Um, Ooh, there's that butt. Okay. She is. Um, uh, she understands the I am thing. Well, good, good. It, you know, I'm. I'm always throwing out little things that you said. Right. It doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> Goes very bad. I think that's the other part of the Schomburg curse. <laughs> you throw this stuff out there, it doesn't go over no, real it well. Does. It right. goes right. Yeah. You're right in the middle of an argument. uh, She's upset with you because you leave your clothes all over the place, and you say, "I am that I am." (laughs) What? What? Pick up your underwear, Terry. You know. Yeah. 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 I exist. Yeah, a little too much, Terry. You know. (laughs) You must have done this before, Adamish yourself. (laughs) Yeah. So So, what do you do? That's that's a tough one. What do you do? Forty-seven years. Yeah. uh, You know, when I uh, you were talking, maybe the angel. Um, uh, thing or something that you were going to do this thing about. Uh, we should all have an experience of. I hope she's not watching. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that would be convenient. <laughs> she probably isn't. Uh, um, I wonder sometimes if my daughter sneakily watches, but. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Find out what the old man's doing. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Give him one of these uh, brochures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a help. But um, so to the point here. Uh, why is that a chamber curse? What are we talking about? Chamber curse. Chamber <laughs> <laughs> curse. Yeah. So um, anyway, dealing with this relationship, um, and you started talking about you know a perfect love, and um, you know that we should all be able to get to this place of a, yep. a, a experience of perfect love. I think of like Sam. Mm-hmm. Coming back mm-hmm. and finding, because 
Tobias, you get the idea. He was just uh, battling it at the very end, right? He was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and part of the problem with Tobias and love and partners is he was so godly. I mean, uh, so uh, trying to please God all the time yeah. that, that he never would allow himself true love. He didn't yeah. think he deserved it. Otherwise, God would have given it to him. God gave him some real bitches. And, you know, I mean, it was. <laughs> I kid you not. I mean, I know some of them. Oh, my God. Tobias, what were you thinking? He said they were all arranged marriages. And I said, yes, arranged by your damn energy. Because you didn't think you deserved a happy relationship. Yeah. Yes, they were arranged. So, so what do you do, Terry? Um, what do you do? So we're just, uh, I'm letting my soul handle it lately. Okay, good. Um, I've what been able that? to kind of connect there mm -hmm. and, and uh, had a lot of things I, that felt often with the relationship or my daughter and grandkids and so forth, things that I didn't see how this is going to work out, but I let it go, day or two. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's kind of worked Did you read out. Calder's article that I kind of helped write? Yeah, he didn't yeah, list yeah. me as a co-author, but uh, I was there helping him. And about you just go up to the higher potentials, not trying to seek or search anything, yeah. but just being in that consciousness, in that, in that energy that dynamic. That was very, very good. Thank you. I, I enjoyed <laughs> writing it. And uh, uh, I have a, like a similar thing. Um, by the but way, I we're like, having a little battle here, <laughs> speaking of battles. But go, go ahead. No, I liked um, Jeff's idea better than mine, maybe, but I still can kind of connect to this. Could I, well, can thing. we I make this real simple? Yeah. And this applies in this whole Chamber Curse thing. You're in a relationship, a lot of good things. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a lot of love and a lot of benefit to both of you, but real simple, letter free. Let her free. Uh, and that doesn't mean throwing her out the door. It means stop. Well, some of you were thinking that. So, yeah, yeah. Get home, boom, she's out. No, no, no. no. I mean, energetically, uncouple. Yeah. And then watch, because it can really uh, soar. The relationship can take on a whole new level, but you've got to set her free. Yeah. And, and, and it may break apart, too. Uh, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, and I know to the human side, it goes, oh, it matters because we have this. Doesn't, no, it really doesn't matter. So set her free, energetically in your heart, love you. Uh, I release you because you're still depending on her for uh, some things. Yeah, I think I've managed to uh, let a lot go. Yeah, but, but a lot isn't a... all. You know, I mean, right. that's a that saying right. of a master. Uh, well, a lot you, uh, of you can let a lot go. Specifically, you, you can still have a lot there. You can go. let a lot go and still have a lot, a lot of crap. So it's absolute freedom, releasing her, her soul. You've been together. You've been sharing, loving, and holding each other back to a certain extent. Uh, yep. You to her as much as her to you. Yeah. So you say, uh, I, I, we grant each other freedom. Uh, even you just granting her freedom on a soul level, on a human level, and watch what happens. Now, the human, sometimes in a case like this, you, oh my God, I can, a little bit of freedom, or maybe a lot of freedom, but I'm talking total freedom. The human panics, what's gonna happen? Then the human starts compromising, and then things get junky, and you wonder why things aren't working out in your life. 
you grant this freedom, and the human may panic for a moment uh, and run through all sorts of scenarios in their mind about what's going to happen and, and go through the fear scenarios, but it actually you, it's the best possible. Uh, things you might not even be able to imagine right now uh, transpiring, because a human often comes from a very limited standpoint. It's scary to let somebody free. It's really scary to let yourself free. Uh, but you do it, and it's a whole new way of putting that creative energy to use. Can I ask you one thing? Absolutely. Um, one thing that keeps occurring to me is what I'm dealing with is my own energy, right? It's, uh, yes. It's her. You're right. Maybe like. Uh, Ultimately, it's yours. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it, it, uh, so then I say, well, you know, I don't, uh, uh, this is my problem, my energy, and uh, uh, that's that sticky. Eh, you know, not really once you let it go. Once you got all this energy, or sticky energy, whatever it is, and you say, oh, I'm not going to play with that anymore. You know, I was bored, and that's what I was doing, or yeah. whatever. Uh, you let it all free. And that's really what you're doing when you let her free. You let it all free, and then it comes back in a very different way. One of the dynamics we we talked about uh, with um, at the recent gatherings and also in Kihak is I don't want to get too far off track here. We have a, another marab. We've got some ascended <laughs> beings waiting for us to do the last marab. Come on, Adamas, <laughs> and we have hungry people, and we have Carrie and Vanessa waiting. Um, so all your human experiences go into your akasha. It's personal. It is not group. It is your personal akasha. Everything you've ever, ever done on any of your lifetimes sitting up in Akashaville. And it sits up there and, and ferments and uh, gets smelly and dirty and everything else. Uh, but it, it's hanging out there. There are all the memories, all the, the energy designs of everything you've ever done. And you get to this certain point. Uh, on becoming a master, and it starts opening up. First, it's a little, you know, like there's so much in there, you know, so much junk, and it's like a pressure cooker, and pretty soon it develops a little leak. You know, it starts leaking out the side, and then pretty soon more and more this stuff, all the memories, everything starts leaving the akasha. And when it does, the soul grabs it uh, and says, okay, wisdom time. It wisdomizes it, then it brings it back as new energy. That's what we talked about in the gatherings, exploring this new energy, how it's different, the, the new light, uh, how it's different. And to my, back to my point, you set something free, you're actually giving permission as the human to let it go from the Akasha, your big uh, record book, and now allowing it to be transmuted to wisdom. So letting yourself free, letting your partner free, any of that, it feels tough, it's scary, but uh, ultimately what could be wrong with letting something go free? Right. How much smellier do you want it to get? You know, <laughs> right. I mean, really, it ferments in there. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. Good. Not distills, it ferments. Good. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Thank you. You bet. So uh, we do have to move on, uh, but the Chambre Curse, it's carrying loads on your back because you think you have to, suffering so you think you have empathy. It's uh, compromising. It's I'm going to just get to the bottom line. It's still You're still playing a game. 
And it's a game that you like, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. It's still saying, okay, I'm moments away from realization. Uh, I'm moments away, but not quite. How long are you going to play that game? Really? How long? Now, we started this show today with some a beautiful music. And I said, it's all right here. Let's unfold it now. Let's go through the experience of how we just made beautiful music. And that's it with the, the Schomburg Curse, too. It's like, let's go beyond now. Let's get to the beautiful music that's already there. Let's get to the sensual, light, creative nature of living as a human on this planet. A marvelous experience, by the way. Uh, but let's, let's take that next step. So let's take this moment before we bring in the uh, my my friends let's take this moment to set that chamber curse free for all of us individually but for this whole group it's like a it's like a cloud that kind of hovers around chambra it's not overwhelming but it's there it's like you know a little bit of a stinky odor you know what what is that you know i mean it's not bad, but it's like just a little stinky odor in the room. Let's let that go. And in order to make 2024 our year of going into Love 2.0, you have to let it go. You really have to. The Chamber Curse is, is a little bit of unnecessary suffering. It's a hesitation. It's Maybe not feeling you're quite ready, or you know that's actually kind of low consciousness. It's more you're still having fun playing the game. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. So let's move beyond that. Let's let's let that Chamber curse go. Take a good deep breath. I'd like to go back to the Ascended Masters Club uh, someday soon and say. We did it. We, we let that old, old curse go. It was tough, you know. It was tough because it's like an old friend in a way. But we did. We've set ourselves free. Good deep breath. Ah, that Schomburg curse. <laughs> okay, now let's move to our final part of the gathering. So, yes, it's tough at times. It's a game at times, but it's a tough game, and it wears you down to the point where you can barely think. You can barely uh, rise above some of the chaos. We talk about shining your light and doing the real work you've come to do on this planet. And there's times I know it just it wears you out. But what I've done is I've asked a dozen of your friends and Ascended Masters to join today with me in the circle of light. And they're going to radiate their light to you. And all they ask is that you receive it. It's for you. And there's no agenda in it. There's no saying, Mary, you should do this or that. They just want you to receive it. Let it fill your heart. 
and I'm not trying to change you, you won't feel any push or pressure in the light of these grand beings. You're going to feel nothing, sense nothing but their love. Let's take a deep breath, and they're gathering in a circle around us. Twelve of them. Makes me feel like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus loves Jesus jokes, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's actually, Yeshua has a good sense of humor. Uh, loves the jokes. Uh, doesn't love the rituals. Doesn't love the religious part, but loves the jokes. I mean, if you can't tell a Jesus joke, what joke can you tell after all? Right? Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, all right. Now we got 13. <laughs> Yeshua just joined in. Now, seriously, I mean, yes, another cup of coffee. Oh, he said he doesn't drink coffee. Another shot. <laughs> so I ask you to just allow right now and feel, feel their love. Hey, you're out there doing so much for others and internally with yourself. When's the last time you allowed Jesus and others to just love you? I'm being corrected. I'm supposed to call him Yeshua, but it's actually more fun with Jesus, you know? All right. Yeshua Christ. So let's take a deep breath right now and receive that light. I want you to be on the receiving end this time. You're, you're always on the giving end. I guess this is your Christmas present from me and them to you. Take a good deep breath and let the light shine. They're light to you. Yeah, Yeshua would like you to post some Jesus jokes on your social media. No, seriously. I mean, you gotta laugh. And just receive, please. I want you to experience what it's like to receive the light because you're you're doing it for others. Yes, and for yourself, but to receive it coming from ascended masters, biblical figures, and some of the dear friends that sat in these very seats before Carolyn, Sart FM, Doxy. No, I'm sorry. Edith is coming back. Oh, um, she. she I guess she could have made it to the Ascended Masters Club, maybe, but no, she's coming back. So hold that chair open for her. Well, someday, if a little girl walks in the door and she's wearing a 
tablecloth for her, <laughs> for her jacket, her dress. Edith, you're back. <laughs> You've got to laugh, right? You just got to laugh. This is a grand time for just receiving that light and feeling it. And it kind of comes in and kind of tickles you. You can almost feel that light smiling and wanting to be playful. You just let it let it soak in, and you might not feel anything or get a physical reaction. You might, you might not. Doesn't really matter. It's there. For some, some of you, would, it could take days to even realize you felt something. It doesn't matter. It's right there. One's light is a very beautiful, interesting thing. And when you allow their light to come in, oh, it's very pure because of who they are, but you start to realize you're feeling light all the time from everybody. Once you connect here like this and sense it, you realize, my gosh, every time I'm talking to somebody, Interacting with somebody, my mind hears the words and sees what they look like and all the rest of that, but there's always a level where you're just feeling their light. And some you wouldn't think contained any light at all. <laughs> they don't even know how to spell light. For most of them, it's like the beer, L-I-T-E. But then at the level, somewhere within each and every being is that light. So by receiving this, what we're doing here today, you sooner or later start to be able to sense and perceive the light in others, no matter how buried it might seem to be. And they're not just shining the light, they're, they're kind of humming a little bit too. And they're embracing you. You're not necessarily going to feel a hand on your shoulder. It's just a feeling of being surrounded and embraced, held, comforted. If you're having any challenge right now, you're saying, well, I don't feel anything happening because you see, in the light like this, there is no resisting force. There is no opposing force. There is no battle. So you are not feeling the, the duality or the resistance. So what you do is you take a deep breath and you let yourself go to 
higher level of consciousness where there doesn't need to be a resistance, an opposition, a something that feels what different. The human expectation is, well, I'm going to feel something, but that expectation occurs on the duality level, so to speak. So let's take a deep breath and rise to that level where there's not a resistance or opposition. It's not a negative positive. It's not a me, them. It's simply their light. Like you, when you shine your light, there's not a there's not an agenda. There's not a bias. It is just a pure stream. It's the same here now as you receive from these grand beings. I want you to experience what it's like to sense, to feel the light. might say, well, this just feels like me. Bingo. Yes. When it doesn't have an agenda, when the light is not trying to heal or repair or change direction, it is simply there in light, in total compassion, it is going to feel like yours. What it's doing is their light is dancing with your light. And because it is light and this new love, and it's very, very clean, it's going to feel like you. And I want you to feel into how joyful they are in doing this. This isn't a job for them. This isn't hard to do. A simple joy. This is what they love to do. Carolyn bouncing off the ceiling. So happy to be here. And just very recently gone to the other side, but still feeling the beauty. You can almost hear her singing. I love when that happens. Let's take a good deep breath.
you shine your light out. The reason you're here on the planet right now, it's kind of like this. This is what some are actually getting or others are getting at other levels. I wanted you to be the receivers today. Just receive it, that's all. the circle of light for all those who gathered here today just to shine their light upon you so you could feel what it's like. Let's take a deep breath and receive that light. Good deep breath. Good deep breath. Mm. So dear Shambra, Jesus Christ, what a day. <laughs> With that, remember, all is well and getting even better in all of creation. I am Adamus. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is not a time for a lot of words other than to say, be with the beauty of what we've all had the opportunity to receive. Allow for yourself, and we'll be back next month. Thank you for being a part of this very special shout. Thank you.
Try 